Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions. Gave the Erica woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live. They do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. Yeah, we gon' bring you that dope. Yeah, we gon' bring you that dope. Get a beat, baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to joke. Yeah, we gon' bring you that dope. Don't talk with Erica, man. Talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. Yeah, we gon' bring you that dope. Yeah, we gon' bring you that dope. New episodes every Monday. Dope discussions with Erica and Gator. What's up, Dope Discussion listeners? Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions with Erica. I got my co-host over there, Gator Live. Say what's up to Gator. What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody in podcast world, how y'all doing today? It's me, Gator Vita, baby. How y'all feeling? (laughs) Hope y'all enjoying y'all's day today. Hoping y'all staying safe, keeping those hands washed. Keeping up social distances and sixteen. I never thought. I never thought as a grown man I'd have to be telling people, "Look, make sure y'all washing y'all hands." <laughs> yeah, that's a new one. That's a new one. Just make sure y'all wash your hands. Give them some room. Some room. <laughs> Dope discussion, listeners. We got a special treat for y'all today. We got a special in-house guest. We got Mr. Quincy Shelton from the Talk to Q radio show. Yes. I, I'm trying to do my own. Um, y'all, I had some sound effects. They're not working out good, y'all. y'all. Oh, Lord. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> y'all family, y'all, y'all don't hold it against me. <laughs> Welcome, Q. Say what's up to the people. Introduce yourself and tell them about your show and what who you are and what you do okay well what's going on everyone um i appreciate you all inviting me into your into your um your radio home erica Welcome. and uh i mean as far as i'm concerned i'm just a guy chilling here in jackson mississippi and decided he wanted to talk about some things every now and then so um back in 2011 i started the talk to q radio show and um, it's a show for adults to get together and rant about whatever, you know, whatever the trending topic may be. It can be men versus women, blacks versus whites, uh, old school versus new school. Basically, if you have something to get off of your chest, then you can call into the show. It's a live call-in show um, and let your opinions be known. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host, I allow you the chance to do the talking you have the opportunity to express your opinion or rant on a subject. And I want to hear what you have to say, which is why I named the show Talk to Q instead of Listen to Q. 
So uh, it's just something I did to give people a platform to talk about some of the things that mainstream media won't. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. And I had the pleasure of joining Q on his show yesterday, and it was awesome. I had fun. Yeah, it was we great. About some great stuff. We had great conversation. And um, as soon as we wrapped up, I was like, well, come on over to my house if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so he's here with us, y'all. And we're going to be covering some um, some good topics, some relevant topics. Um it's 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 gonna be some stuff you probably have heard before, but you've never heard it like this. Don't right, discussion. Right, right. Exactly, so, putting a new spin on that thing. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about this quarantine situation. I know everybody is, you know, ready for this all to be over with. We're ready for Corona to go on back where she came from. <laughs> uh, we don't like her. Right, go back up the street. <laughs> <laughs> she makes everybody in the either. house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. tell my mama. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, coming from Louisiana, we haven't had a girl that bad since Katrina. Hmm. For she, real. She, she, she ain't top Katrina yet, but she on her way. But we don't mm -hmm. like you, Corona. We want you to go back where you came from. For so real. we're going to be talking about the effects of the quarantine you know, on relationships, people in relationships, how are they getting along, being in close quarters with each other and not being able to, you know, get some free time, some space. We're also going to be talking about single people and how they feel, you know, being quarantined alone. You know, a lot of times we think the grass is greener on the other side. We think the people in the relationships are doing better than us. You know, and then the people in the relationships are probably looking over there like, you know, <laughs> this girl over here getting on my nerves. I wish I was single right now. So, <laughs> That's the old joke. You can go take my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take her. I bet you in a minute you bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> We're also right. going to be talking about the effects of, you know, the quarantine and isolating people. How does that affect your mental health, your mental state? Um, you know, it, and especially if if, you know, you've already had pre-existing, you know, um, situations with mental health. We're also going to be talking about extroverts and introverts. What's the difference and how are we adjusting to the quarantine? You know, I'm I, I would venture to say extroverts are having a harder time with this. For an introvert, this ain't nothing new to me. This what I, I'm always quarantined, so you know it ain't nothing new to me. <laughs> yeah. But too much of anything can be bad, you know. Too many, too many mm -hmm. days looking at the same four walls. Even the most introverted person could lose their mind. So that's very, very true. Introverts are usually introverts because they want to be, not because they have to be. Exactly. And to seal somebody off just because you know oh i just want to be by myself it's completely different than not being able to go outside because somebody tell me to right so still wreck your brain like oh no wait a minute you mean i can't go outside oh okay now i want to <laughs> now i want to yeah now i want to be now i want to be everybody's friend <laughs> and we're also going to be talking about you know the stimulus package the stimulus money that 
that it's going to be sent to Americans. Is that really going to be enough to compensate people who've lost their jobs? I mean, they don't have any more income coming in. They don't have a job to go back to. Is $1,200 really going to be enough to tie them over? Um, We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to wrap it up and we're going to talk about the media. Is the media helping us by reporting or are they causing panic? Are they making it worse? So we want to talk about that tonight. So I'm going to put, I'm going to give the floor to the gentlemen because I want to hear, you know, their opinions, you know, on tonight's topics. So we're going to, we're going to be gracious guests and we're going to kick it off with Q. We want Q to tell us how he feels about our first topic, the effects of the quarantine on relationships and single folks. Mm. Well, I think that um, for the most part, I, I, I think that single people probably have it kind of hard right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it depends on what type of single person you are. You have the single people who still go out on dates, you know, and then you have the single people who can't find anyone. Now, the single people who just can't find anyone, this might be par for the course from them. They used to be in at home on weekends. But for the ones who are kind of like single and like to mingle, this can be kind of hard because you basically have no outside interaction. You know, you can't go out and take your IG photos at the bar and <laughs> all that stuff and um, get your free drinks from the dudes that come up and everything. So, uh <laughs> There, there, you know, a lot of ladies at home drinkless and um, a lot of guys at home with um, a little more money in their pocket. I guess that's the benefit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are, are you are you speaking from experience, Gator? <laughs> you clapping your hands. <laughs> hey, you know what? All I'm saying is this. I don't have to worry about, oh, what type of drink do you do? You margarita? Do you do uh, you know, mimosa? You know, what, what, what do you want? I ain't got to worry about that. No, right. To keep that, you know, like I said, I just came from a liquor store, but now I can keep that liquor budget to myself. There you go. There you go. <laughs> About I mean, the only thing you're buying people now is cough syrup. Yeah, oh, yeah. basically. Basically. Yeah, that, that I, elderberry. I people looking for that elderberry. Look, I will shove a hall's defense down your throat so quick. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I'm gonna follow up on what you said, though. He was like, you know, you as a as a you know, if you're single and you can't find nobody, it's a completely different monster. You know, um, I will say, POF been lit uh, <laughs> since they turned the live on, and, uh, and and I want to give a shout out to Erica for for introducing me to the POF live. Because <laughs> at first I was like, oh, I don't know much about this, but you know, I, I don't need to go live. I just need to watch other people's lives. And it <laughs> is the most hilarious thing in the world because now everybody is on POF Live. Oh, and they yeah. just be sitting there doing all kinds. Of, I be looking like, and, and okay, so it's not just my, my profile. 90% of the people on POF Live be smoking weed. So it's like, <laughs> wow. all you see is puffs of smoke everywhere. You know, wow. but this is how they're dealing with the social distancing thing. This is how a lot of these single people are dealing with it. The girls, they can't dress up nice and go out and have the dudes breaking their necks. So what they do, mm-hmm. they get on the live and do the same thing. They get <laughs> all up on the live on the POF and everybody be like, oh, girl, you're looking good. Throw some hearts at them. You know, throw well, virtual drinks. 
I'll tell, tell you what. something that I've noticed. I've noticed that a lot of um, single women on my timeline don't post as many pictures and do as no, many lives because they know their their hair is really not looking all that great now, <laughs> yeah. and their nails look like something out of Jurassic Park. So, uh, For real. So it's been a, a it's been a reduction of some of that um, on my timeline. Exactly. I, 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 look, look, I'm not gonna let y'all do my <laughs> that way. My sister's still out here looking good. Stop it. Looking like looking like Velociraptors out there trying. <laughs> Man, look, I had so much fun on. I went live on POF. I think yesterday or the day before, and I was on there just giving advice. Um, because <laughs> this one guy he got on my live. And he was asking me all these questions that was like very, that would turn anybody off. And I was like, <laughs> he asked me, um, where your man is? I said, <laughs> why, would, why would I be on POF if I have a man? I said, that's, that's not a good question. But see, um, you know what I told you one time before? I was like, it's only a bad question to you. Because it works for somebody else. <laughs> if you see some of these, and you know, I love the word pothouse. If you see some of these ladies, I will be generous here. If you see some of these ladies that be on, on there, you'd be like, oh yeah, she'll answer that question. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's bad. I, I, I thought, I, like I said, I thought it was just like, oh, you know, Kate, I can't take this serious. These people ain't serious. No, he asked me how old I was, how old you is. I said, see, you went from bad to worse. <laughs> you went from bad to worse. Now I got to block you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, so they got so you can assign somebody on POF Live to be your your bouncer, right? So you can yes. assign somebody to block people. Right. That yeah. is the most hilarious <laughs> thing. <laughs> In the world, I'm seeing people just get blocked. He's like, I'm gonna let my boss, I'm gonna let security take care of you. Like, security, y'all really doing this, ain't y'all? Y'all really, (laughs) you know, this that's hilarious. (laughs) The the club is hilarious. I I, I like listening to the clubs, I like listening to the clubs, Mm -hmm. but it is hilarious because there's people in the in the chat room hollering at each other like they in the actual club. Oh yeah, that's what, well. That's you got to get the full experience. Cause you know? I I went in one of them last night and he was playing some stuff that made me remember some stuff. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was bouncing. I was like, hey, hey, somebody stepped on my foot. Watch yourself. <laughs> when I seen you post that club picture, I said, oh. <laughs> Yeah, they was bringing memories back. <laughs> yeah, but how y'all think about these people in relationships, though? I think, I think, <clears throat> whew, some of these relationships <laughs> should get stronger. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot more single people this summer. <laughs> right, right, right. It's gonna be a hot girl summer for a lot more women. <laughs> you know, because being able to, you know, being able to maneuver, go to your jobs, go your separate ways during the day, and come back together, um, gives you that time to be able to 
you know, miss each other or a lot of times to distract you from what it is in your relationship that you're not trying to face. But now yeah, since all of those distractions are removed. You got to face it. I might love this person, but I don't really like them. <laughs> I think for those who are married, um, it may be a little more difficult because, you know, you're in the same household. If you're in a relationship and that person lives somewhere else, it may be a little easier to deal with it. Uh, but for those who are married, oh, my goodness, uh, you, you really have to set some boundaries and figure some things out. Because if if someone's up under the other one 24 seven, that's going to wind up, you know, being a, a first 48 in the making. Yeah. <laughs> Real. Yeah, you know, that, somebody go snap. Yeah, I was about to say somebody go snap. Exactly. <laughs> but I did hear, um, like I was telling you yesterday, Q. I did hear that divorce lawyers have reported uh, increase in phone calls for <laughs> divorce proceedings. For real, oh, yeah. not a joke. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's a time to evaluate. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's time to evaluate because now, like you said, there's no distractions from me looking at this relationship and saying, do I need to be here or should mm-hmm. I just go ahead and let this thing go? In marriages, it's a little more difficult, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just thinking about the fact if you're in a relationship with somebody and they live somewhere else, then, you know, does that like you get conjugal visits or something like that? Like you <laughs> like you're in prison? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they it's just not, don't have I, to increase their phone sex or something. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in a relationship, and it, it's not that bad, you know, because we're not in the same household. So um, it, it's pretty cool, and it's pretty much everything's normal. But you know, right, right. next time when you're when you are in closed quarters for a long period of time, just like when people say they're going on a cruise, no one wants to go on a cruise for longer than seven days because you're going to start to hate the person you're rooming with by the end of the cruise. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you imagine being stuck in the same place with a significant other or, or with kids involved or whatever for weeks. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. rough. That's really that's rough. Right. rough. Oh, that's the one thing we didn't mention is if you have kids with this person and then y'all got to deal with y'all stresses and then have to deal with the kids. Mm-hmm. They nice and, and, and fresh out of school and they, <laughs> they ready to, to they, that energy got to go somewhere. Right. <laughs> you right. Know? This is something unexpected Mm -hmm. versus, you know, you have, you know, you have to plan ahead because you know, your kids are going to be out of school for the summer. Right. But for this, this was not something expected and not planned for. So people didn't have a plan in place for their kids to be home. Um, They didn't have any kind of alternatives. And then it's like everybody's kids are home. So it's not like... (laughs) I can't send my kids to my sister because she got her kids at home too. Right. <laughs> so, you know. You can't send them that, on the street somewhere. Go play some right. ball. I can't go play ball, mom. I can't go outside. I right. need you to stop sitting there playing the video games all day. Well, I ain't got nothing else to do. Oh, well, true. And <laughs> in, in, in this situation as well, you're not supposed to be sending your kids anywhere because the point Mm-mm. is to keep everybody home. So nobody right. is spreading the virus to right. each other. And so, I think a lot of people are missing that point. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are because I saw a video yesterday. Uh, New Orleans, they were having a second line. 
<laughs> they had, had their instruments, they drums, they horns, and they was they had a whole group of them, and they was uh, parading around this neighborhood, and uh, you know, just like a normal day. Mm-mm. And the next line they have is going to be a line to the ER. Exactly, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. People are no. know that they're supposed to just stay at home as much as possible, come out for what you need. And mm-hmm. I mean, some folks, I know they had a um, a party they busted up in New Jersey, I believe. These people mm, I saw that. And, I, and folks just don't take you seriously until they start coughing. Right. right. And then, right. you know, what really makes me mad is that they want to use God like, oh, God going to protect me. Um, God gave you common sense. Right. <laughs> right. And that's not how God works. He's not going to just put a shield around you. Mm-hmm. And if the person next to you got Corona and they cough in your face, he just going to put an invisible shield over your face. Right. 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 No, go go sit yourself down somewhere. Go home. Common sense is a lot right. of art. Common sense is like deodorant. The people that need it the most don't use it. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the we is real down in, in New Orleans right now because they got some, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> some of the stuff that I've been seeing people been doing, I'm like, really? Y'all y'all just going out and, and doing all, y'all doing the most right and now. That's where, yeah. that's where the largest concentration of the cases are in the New Orleans area. Because, you know, they refuse to try to change what, you know, what they normally do just temporarily. You can't tell me what to do. And that's part of the problem. That's mm-hmm. part. You know how, you know, they were talking about China and they was like, well, China was able to get theirs under control. You know why? Because when they, if somebody in China, authorities say, look, stay in your house, then you go stay in your house. Because they're not playing. Because they're not playing with you. Walk your, your little happy butt outside the house and see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, here we 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 too free. We too lax. <laughs> we, we too lax. We can't do that. We can't right. do that. You know, as a matter of fact, the more you tell me you need to stay in the house, the more I'm gonna feel like I gotta get out the house. I gotta get out the house. You know, mm-hmm. that cabin fever scenario is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Well, let's talk about the effects of the quarantine on people's mental health state. Um, for people who already have issues with mental health, I'm pretty sure this is not making it any better. Um, people who suffer from anxiety and depression. And if you're in a situation where you're isolated and you're quarantined alone, um, I think that can really put people in a deeper set, you know, deeper um, state of depression because those voices that talk to you now they got free reign mm. because you don't have anything else to bounce them off of you don't have anybody else to try to combat you know those 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 thoughts in your head um right and then i i would even venture to say a, a perfectly normal person if you mm, isolate them say. If you isolate them long enough, they can start hearing voices too. <laughs> mm, for real, you know, and maybe not even voices. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, because there's 
you know how they, they say you ain't you're not able to get out of your own head sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you're working with, you know, all the time or you're talking with friends all the time, or you're around people socially, a lot of times you don't have that that quiet time for those, you know, to get inside your own head. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I learned about myself during this particular time is that I think about some randomness. <laughs> you know, like something that I was like, you know, so I wonder if I ran fast enough, could I jump all the way down the stairs and not touch the piling? You know, and it's, not, and it's not something that I would do, but it was not something I would normally think about either. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, like, you know, okay, so if I take a towel and I wet this towel up and I just wave it in the air in front of me, will that clean the pollen from in front of my face so that <laughs> I can breathe better when I walk? Like I said, that's something I would do. You just got issues. It just sounds like you got <laughs> issues with this pollen. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I was, wearing, I was wearing a mask today, and they were like, yeah, you being safe for that corona. No, not, not really. I mean, yeah, I'm being safe for corona, too, but I got these gloves on because it's pollen. You know? There's a big, thick layer of yellow out there. I don't need no piece of it. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll, it'll get you thinking things that you normally wouldn't think about. You know? And for people who are dealing with issues like that already... It could only like intensify those thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what makes me, you know, worry about people who do have thoughts of suicide or, you know, they have thoughts of self-harm or, you know, different things like that. You know, you, you wonder, you know, how they're doing in scenarios like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? That's why I think, you know, it's important for us to have, you know, as much as I am like, I'm just so done with the Facebook DJs. However, I think it's important to have stuff like that. You know, um, you know, I heard that they, they got some other concerts, some celebrities doing concerts that just try to get people's mind off of, you know, I, this is a time then that we can actually embrace social media. You know, there was a time, and I think I said on a couple of episodes ago, like, I think we need to kind of scale back our involvement in social media. But now I think it's actually a good time to embrace it because this, times like this is what it's there for. You know, to, yeah, to yeah to help keep a sense of community, you know, and to check on people, you know, check on your cousin. You ain't heard from him in a little bit. Man, what's going on, cousin? Let me shoot you a little quick Facebook message, you know, because you never know what they, what they got going on in their head sitting there in a, in a, in a house all by themselves. That's you know? true. And I think that, um, I, I mean, I wonder about the suicide rate during, you know, during this quarantine yeah. time, if, yeah, if I'm it's, interested it's gone up at all. Um, because people who are depressed and if they're alone, man, I, I don't know. You you have to check on them. I mean, because I, I personally feel like people need hobbies and uh, yeah. everyone needs some sort of hobby. And like for me, you know, my podcast is kind of an outlet. Um, I don't have any sports to watch, so I'm surprised I didn't fall into a depression behind that. But, right. <laughs> but you know, my podcast right. is my hobby. I have plenty of shows that I like to watch on TV. It doesn't take a lot to occupy me. But for those that don't have something else they can focus on, um, even random thoughts, <laughs> like, like Gator talked about, you yeah. know, if, if, even if you have your random thoughts, maybe that can keep you out of harm's way if you're just sitting around, you know, how tall was Jesus? 
or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what random right. comes into your mind. But um, mm-hmm. it's all about trying to keep your focus on something that keeps you distracted from anything involving about how you feel, you know, if you're in a depressed state or something like that. And it, social media should help. But there are sometimes you know, with situations where people get depressed because they see other people and they feel like these people are balling and having a good mm-hmm. life and it makes them feel bad about themselves. And so yeah. media can be dangerous for some people as well. But yeah. Yeah. I'll say this to those listening. If you have someone that you think, you know, may be a little, I feel a little isolated or something or withdrawn from others, reach out to them, reach out to them and check right. on them and make sure they're okay. Because we always are um, at like, you know, oh, well, I saw some of the signs, but yeah, it's too late. Don't wait until it's too late to say that I thought I saw the signs. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. A lot of people do wait reach until out. Late. Reach out. If somebody crosses your mind, shoot them a text, call them, FaceTime them. Um, just let them know that you're thinking about them. Sometimes that can be, that can change the trage- trajectory of somebody's whole day. They could have woke up in a funk and get a call from you and and that could turn them all the way around and i've had that happen to me a whole lot and i've had you know i've done that for other people and they've told me you know i I appreciate you for you know calling me or always checking up on me because today ain't been a good day for me right right everyone's situation is different i mean just imagine out of the, the millions of people in this country Imagine how many people may have gone through like a bad breakup right before all this happened. Right. Now they're sitting right. at home by themselves with their thoughts, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, so you don't know what people are going through. So, it's, you know, you got to check on your people. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The people I'm, I, I'm really scared about is uh, <clears throat> a lot of like the the older people in our culture, like, you know, in their, in their 60s, 70s, you know, even older, some that, you know, don't have, you know, a lot of older people who, you know, in a house by themselves, they don't have social media, they just kind of sitting there, and they don't get as many visits right now because of quarantine, you know, mm-hmm. mandates and things like that. I worry about them because, you know, that could be a, not only a lonely existence, but that could almost be a fatal Existing. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. My dad, yeah. my dad is 79, and uh, soon to be 79. And uh, you know, I check on him daily. He doesn't stay too far from me, so if I don't visit, I call. And then I have an older brother who usually he calls in the morning, and I check him on, on him in the evening. And um, that's just what you have to do. You got to make sure your people yeah. are all right. Right. Yeah. This is this got to be scary for them because and I was talking to my dad last night. I reached out to him, and I was like. You know, he 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 was telling me he's like, you know, son, I've been through a lot of stuff. I ain't never seen nothing like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? I don't think I have either, to be honest, Daddy. You know, and you older than me, so if you ain't seen nothing like this, then you know. But, but it, he was just like, and and one of the things that you know he does, he watches TV all day. He's not big on social media, but he watches TV all day. And he's just like, you know, and this will probably tie into one of our topics later. He was like, you know. I'm I'm almost afraid sometimes to turn on the TV because every time I turn on the TV, it's scarier and scarier. 
You know, I mean, he's like more people dying and I don't know, you know, who telling the truth. And, mm. you know, I'm, 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 I'm scared. He's like, I'm scared not to even like walk out my door because I'm scared I'm going to catch it out of the air. Exactly. You know, I don't know what to do. You or, know? or if you get a if you get a piece of mail or a package, you scared right, to right. on the package. You don't want to touch it. Right. It's he said crazy. that. He was like, I don't know if I want to check my mail. <laughs> you know? I was like, I know that. I know. <laughs> for you, for you guys, are you do you consider yourselves extroverts or introverts? Hmm. I am definitely an extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> I um I love people and I love talking to people. I, I try to meet everyone I can. I, I, I just, um, I take every relationship and every meeting seriously. Uh, mm -hmm. So anytime I encounter someone, then it's my intention to have some type of uh, connection with that person for life. If, you know, if it's anything I have to do with it. So uh, yeah, and I'm outgoing and I just, I don't mind being the center of the of attention if it's by, you know, my standards, I guess. But uh, yeah, so for me right now, this is not necessarily the best time because uh, uh, it's, it's hard to find an audience. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. What about yeah, you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a closet introvert. So if you ask anybody that knows me, I'm always telling people, you know, I'm shy. I'm kind of introverted. Anybody who knows me be like, you a damn lie. <laughs> you know because they because they see that they see the outgoingness they see that 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 bravado that persona you know all that kind of stuff but in actuality you know i am i can be painfully shy you know i like very introverted like people people who really know me know that hey you can only stay in my house so long well mm -hmm. i kick you out because i need to get my space to myself again you know mm -hmm. i gotta stay in my cave you know, mm -hmm. I can I can come out of my cave for so long, but it takes so much energy out of me, <laughs> you know, when I'm outside of that cave that, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to run back and, right. and recharge as soon as I possibly can. So I, I would say that I'm a closet introvert, you know, but this does hurt me, too, because I can't release that energy, you know, that right. uh, I have normally, you know, can't release I, that bravado. I'm... um. I think in my younger years, I was way, way, way more introverted than I am now. I still lean toward the introverted part more, but I do, as I've gotten older and um, build more confidence in myself, I'm a little more extroverted. Um, I still need that time. Like you were saying, I still need that time to myself because what I've also discovered about myself is I'm an empath. And what mm. that means is I absorb other people's energy and mm. then I start to feel their emotions. And sometimes I, if I spend enough time around a person, I start to take on their personality traits. Mm. So, okay. Mirroring. So, yeah. yeah. So what I have to do is get back to myself so I can relieve all of that outside energy off so I can come back into me and know who this is me and these are my thoughts and I'm not absorbing other people's thoughts around me so it's very important to me to have that time and then I become way more protective over the type of people I surround myself with because mm -hmm. if, I, if I get around the wrong kind of people yeah. and absorb their energy 
it can yeah. really take a whole lot out of me and bring me down. Um, so I do love what I found out about myself. I'm introverted, but I'm also extroverted. I love being around people, but it's got to be the right kind of people. Right, right. right. Okay. The right yeah. kind of energy that I can feed yeah. off of and that will recharge me and energize me. I like being around a lot of positive people. Um, as long as I'm in a group of positive people, I stay charged up. I stay ready right. to go. When I get around people who are negative or who are down or who are depressed, it brings me all the way down. Me down. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do negative people because when I do negative people, that's exactly how I am. You know, I'll, I'll start to mirror that whole sentiment, you know, and I'll be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, normally I can fight it off a little bit and I try to uplift everybody that I'm around, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but I'll those people if if I'm bringing you that positive energy and consistently doing it and you still fighting it down every time mm-hmm. I come, you know, it's going to be all right, man. He's going to do that. Yeah, well, I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. I think so, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You go do your pity party and you're going to continue to keep doing it. I, you, I can only uplift you so much. Right. <laughs> right. So you just enjoy playing like, victims and uh, you yeah, can't do anything yeah. to save them. That's just what they, what they do. It's, it's their makeup. Yeah. So have y'all noticed that you you leaning on social media a lot more now since you can't get out and about and and see people in person? Because I know I have. I found myself posting stuff on social media and like these people going to know I'm bored. I'm posting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing posts from people that I never saw posts. <laughs> of course, they got like, nothing else to do. Like, dang, so I, what, what you doing here? I ain't seen you since high school. You, you know, you're all kind of stuff. You know, I mean, you you see a lot. I mean, I think a lot of people are dealing with it that way. It's just like, okay, let me throw something quick on Facebook. You know, let me, um, you know, like I say, get in the online clubs. Or let me do this little TikTok meme, and that thing is getting mm-hmm. out of control. It really is. <laughs> We're gonna have a problem. I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ain't going that far. <laughs> I mean, everybody got elbows going back and forth, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh y'all. I ain't ready for <laughs> that yet. It was one of the first thousand times I seen it, but now that I've seen it a good another eleven hundred times, you know, I, I yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. It's done. It's getting you know? old. Right. Every other channel, they got a challenge every day. I'm um, wondering now is, is you know you know how everybody, all the families were posting their um their Christmas photos and their pajamas. Yeah. I, want, I think they're gonna have to do the Easter pajamas too. <laughs> right. 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 Go ahead and get y'all some Easter bunny pajamas because y'all gonna be in the house. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna be right there. Um, even your boy today. He was like, I think we need a social distance until at least April 30th now. <laughs> you know, oh, uh, he, was, he was shooting for Easter. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, Easter was gonna be a beautiful day. It was gonna be beautiful. But now he like, look, I guess they said, nah, it ain't gonna happen, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, oh. he's like, yeah. They still yep. running them numbers up. They still running them numbers up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and see, and that's that's another thing people don't realize. They thinking that okay, this is gonna be over in like a week, 
two weeks. And, you know, uh, now you already see people like, when is this going to be over with? How about sometime in May right. and possibly later? When people stop <laughs> you going know? outside. Right, right, right. Stay your butt inside. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Unless you need some grocery or something, but then look, I got to a point. If you look at my house right now, I got as soon as you walk in the door, I got a big can of Lysol <laughs> and a big can of Clorox wipes. So <laughs> when I walk in, you know, I, I walk out, I have my cologne on, I'm smelling pretty really good and all that. When I come in, I'm smelling straight up like Lysol lemon scent. I'm <laughs> doing a walkthrough. Let me get. <laughs> you know? I've gotten to the point where like even eating doesn't doesn't interest me anymore. Like, okay, <laughs> I done ate everything I had in the kitchen. I don't want to eat no more. I don't, you know, even going to the grocery store is like, what am I buy today? Because ain't nothing in the grocery store I even want to buy to eat. I just I'm tired of eating. Mm, I wish I could lose interest in eating. Right, right, my my interest is only intensified because I done fooled around and found a channel that do air fryer recipes on YouTube. I love air fryer. I was sitting there like, oh man, I gotta try. I didn't know you could put pizza in an air fryer. Hold on, you could cook a pizza. Oh, I used to um, (laughs) I cooked I cooked one of those Marie Callender um pot pies. Oh, in that thing, I put it in. Air fryer, but there's a button that says bake. So yeah. I put it on bake. Oh my god, that thing was so good, and the crust was crispy all the way around. <laughs> yeah, you, I've even now if y'all like those, um, if y'all like those Pillsbury um, frozen biscuits, mm-hmm. put those in there. They come out so good. Yeah. They got the crispy outside, and then they're flaky in the middle. Oh man, make you slap your mama and be like, "You ain't never made me no biscuits this good." See, that's what I'm, I'm trying to watch because my carb content <laughs> got out of control in the last couple. Of weeks. I was like, you know what? Let me try to do something different. Like I do my little Brussels sprouts and mushrooms in the air fryer, but now uh, I was looking at something where the guy was doing cabbage, cabbage and bacon in the air fryer, and I was like, "Huh, hey, now I gotta try it." So what do you, how does he put it in there? Is he putting it in off uh, aluminum foil or something? No. Mm-mm. Just straight in there? Mm-hmm. He takes it, he puts it straight in there. He well, he puts a little oil on the cabbage, he cuts it up, puts a little oil on it. And I do that with my Brussels sprouts when I put them in the air fryer. So he does that. He uh actually puts the bacon in, like uh you just slices it in little pieces, but he doesn't cook the bacon, so it cooks in the air fryer, and yeah. then he has to take it out. I think he put it on 20 minutes. He took it out at 10, drained the water, because cabbage lifts off a lot of fluid. Yeah. Drained the water out, put it back in. And I was like, huh, okay. Wow. Now I'm about to try this. You know? Sounds like a plan. Cooking I'm with you. Huh? About to try. Exactly. You know, somebody <laughs> told me that the other day. It was like, you need to go and cook it with Gator Show, because you have cooked all kind of craziness since you've been under quarantine. I was like, yep. Cooking with Gator. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Let, well, let's talk about this. Stimulus money. Mm. Uh, <laughs> y'all could go first because I just got to get my thoughts. Well, gotta get my thoughts together. <laughs> I think that anytime you get something um, free, that is it's a good thing. I will say that 
as far as it really being like a stimulus, it, it stimulates you about as much as someone blowing in your ear, I guess. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, you're, don't get me wrong. $1,200 is, is nice. But when you're an adult, I mean, that's really like, you know, 120 bucks, I guess. Yeah. So for those, um, like I, I'm still, I'm working from home. So I'm still employed, thankfully. So for me, it's great. It's like a bonus, you know. Right. But for those who are unemployed, uh, man, that's not going to, that's going to give them some temporary relief. But the fact that you have to wait on it, and then once you get it, how quickly it's going to go, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's better than nothing, but I just don't think it's going to really just change a lot of people's lives. Right. Not at all. Right. Not at all. I mean, now I will say, I mean, it may get you through your rent next month, possibly, because it's going to be about two or three weeks. But after that, I mean, like I said, they're going to have to go right back up there at the end of April and vote on another stimulus package because this one ain't going to do it. It's, right. it's really not. You know, I mean, I understand the principle behind it and I understand that something had to be done. But and I, and I do understand, too, that you're talking about trillions of dollars. So, you know. I mean, and the yeah. thing about it is, I think it's it's mislabeled. It shouldn't be called stimulus. It should be it's called not. relief. Relief, yeah. yeah. It should relief, be called yeah. relief because it's not stimulating anything. When these right. people get this money, they have to pay back. They have to get themselves out of a hole. Stimulus is designed to stimulate the economy to get people going out spending money. Right. If you're smart, you won't go out and spend this money you will pay your bills exactly. and get out of a hole. So yeah. And where are you going to spend it? <laughs> right. And that, thing, that too, because where are we spending it at if you're telling us we can't go anywhere? So you know it's, it's not even, it's not called right. It's not, it's, should, it's it should not. be called stimulus. It should be called relief. You know what? That might be the saving grace for the ghetto community out here. Is that we ain't got nowhere to go buy no J's. We ain't got nowhere to go <laughs> spend this stimulus money. Oh, now, if they oh. want it, they'll really. If they really want it, they'll <laughs> they'll get online. Well, and, true. And order true. it. If, <laughs> if they determine to throw the money away. Right, right. Oh, they they will. To do it. Right, right. And I, and I think you're right, though. I think it's mislabeled as a, as a stimulus package. Um, I know that they were they were one of the things that they were fighting about was the um the 500 billion that they're given as a bailout they quote unquote bailout for like a lot of the the bigger you know like the uh airlines and stuff like that but normally you could call it a bailout in this scenario i don't think it's a bailout this is a scenario where you're not bailing them out they're suffering from something that's beyond their control too it ain't like they put numbers together and they just oh we messed up you know, this is something that's unprecedented. It's not really a bailout for them, per se, because if they're not functioning, then that's another set of jobs that are going to be gone. You know, a lot of them are already laying off. And that's true. <laughs> you know? I'm so torn with that, though, because even though I understand that they employ a lot of people, it's hard to feel sorry for the airlines because they have, have been robbing us for so long. Right. With these crazy right. prices and baggage fees. And everything. Mm. I mean, any type of bag you bring on a plane is seventy-five dollars. If you bring a tea bag on a right. the plane, they're gonna hit you for seventy-five dollars. You know, right. and, and it's just it's ridiculous the amount of fees that you pay. And then you know, 
it makes it hard to feel sorry for them. I just feel like uh, sometimes some businesses are should go under, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know, and, I mean, and and it's, it's I guess it's a lesson for them. You know, and I don't think that they're going, you know, now I, I was about to say, I don't think that they're going to go back to the way that they were charged before, but uh, probably. If not higher. Higher, probably. Exactly. Because right now they're selling two tickets for $5. Right. right. You know? Right. <laughs> Dude, if I wasn't scared, I'd go somewhere and not come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh no, I'm scared. I might do it. And 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 you know that's the funny thing about the human brain. It's like if it's too cheap, we scared to do it. But if it costs <laughs> us an arm and a leg, we think it's safe. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's like you still can, the right. same airplane ride. <laughs> you can fly exactly. with Spirit Spirit Airlines for like you know forty nine dollars all day, any day. But not too many yeah. people are getting on Spirit Airlines. They say if you ride Spirit, you'll become one. Yes. <laughs> you know, before before this whole thing happened, I had a uh, and I told you about this, uh, Erica. I was gonna be coming down there to Louisiana on the sixth. I had booked me a Spirit flight round trip for twenty eight dollars from Atlanta to New Orleans. You lying? You lying? This was before the quarantine. Round trip? Is that yeah. is that flying on the wing? No, no. I look. You know, on Spirit, you, you fly on a wing and a prayer anyway with your Spirit. You can't but, even yeah. get a rental car that cheap. You can't. You can't. But but I'm wondering <laughs> what it's not what it is now. Because I need to go back and check it, you know, now and see how much they charge. They probably go about fifteen dollars. <laughs> I could probably go round trip. Twenty eight dollars round trip? Yeah. That would have been I, great for a know, bus ticket. Twenty eight dollars right. don't even fill up my gas tank. Right. In my exactly. car. Exactly. Now, you, know, you know how they say you get what you pay for? Uh-huh. <laughs> you hop you have a flu spirit before? No. <laughs> I challenge you. It, it, it sounds like soul plane. Hey, you know what? It's got the same colors. Probably got, <laughs> Snoop, probably got Snoop Dogg I in mean, the in the chair. Don't ex- <laughs> don't expect any peanuts on that flight. And no, don't no, no, may sit on a milk crate. Water. <laughs> and they they probably not going to get go all the way into the airport they're just going to slow down <laughs> slow down a bit you just jump out <laughs> did you up here huh? let me drop Let's you off. right here I'm going to slow down <laughs> enough for you just jump jump that's what everybody yeah. do but you get what you pay for. You sit there and be like, man, I'm thirsty. When they gonna come around with the drinks? Nah, People they're not doing like, that. Not at all. Drinks. They're probably gonna fly about, <laughs> about 60 feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Yes, indeed. I mean, no, it'll I it'll get you where you gotta go. Barely. But it'll I'm, get you where you gotta go. I've only flown once in my life, and that was Southwest. And it was it was a pretty decent flight. But I'm just such a control freak. Like, I don't like putting other people in charge of my life. <laughs> no, so. I mean, I get that. I get that. <laughs> you know? Delta's oh. probably the best to fly. I like flying Delta if I fly. You know, uh, Southwest is not too bad either. But Delta's like the, you know, they got the TVs on the back of your, your headrest. So you can oh, watch yeah? the movies and watch all the other stuff. You can now they got Wi-Fi in, enabled, so you could do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. I like it. Yeah. You know? But yeah, well, so 
Well, let's get into our last topic before we wrap it up. We gonna talk about these media hounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. hear I don't hear any like inspirational like you know light at the end of the tunnel like we're gonna beat this thing like you know we've had people who gotten this virus and survived. It's not a death sentence. All we hear is. This many deaths, that many deaths, this many confirmed cases, you know, and it puts people in a panic and it makes them feel like, you know, the world is coming to an end. You know, that's why you see people out here hoarding all of the food, hoarding right, all right. the tissue. And it's crazy. But I think that's that's what sells stories. That's what get more ratings. So that's what they're going to push for. Yeah. How, yeah. how y'all feel about it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, that's what um, gets everyone's attention, doom and gloom. Um, and I mean, at one point, you know, the news, they were simply in place to report what was going on across, you know, the globe. And now they kind of set the narrative, you know, as far as how mm -hmm. the world is supposed to feel. And uh, in this instant, I'm okay with them kind of causing a panic because I feel like people should take this seriously. Right. But um, a lot of times they just do too much. They just do mm -hmm. too much. Yeah. And I think it numbs everybody to, I mean, kind of like with, with Katrina. Um, up until Katrina, we had heard so much about this is the storm of the century that no one believed it when it actually happened. And it caught right. a lot of people right. off guard and cost a lot of people their lives. And so um, I just wish they would just report the news. And give us yeah. the good and the bad, but uh, you know you, you got to have a balance if you wanted to to work and be fair of everything. Right, and I, I want to piggyback off that what you just said about Katrina. Um, personally, that's what happened to me because we had I think about two hurricanes come through before Katrina. I was the one. They they hyped them up so much. Mm -hmm. They made everybody get in such a panic over those. Everybody went to the stores buying all this stuff. And then it didn't turn out how they were hyping it up to be. So when Katrina was coming through, I was like. Right. They, what they told y'all last time and it didn't happen. It's not going to be that bad. So right. I didn't run out to the stores and buy a bunch of stuff. I didn't leave my home. I felt like it was going to blow over like all of the rest of them did. But right. in the middle of the night, when I started hearing that wind whipping, mm. I got oh, yeah. scared. I was like, I don't think I should have stayed here. Right, right, right. I fought the media for misrepresenting the previous, you know, storms and right, making them right. you know, seem like it was going to be so bad that then they didn't. And then when it's really one that's going to be real bad, nobody believes you anymore. It's like the boy that cries wolf. Right, right, right. And I, I think you, 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 you definitely talking about Ivan that year before because they had contra flow from New Orleans for mm -hmm. Ivan because they was like, oh, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be the worst storm we ever seen. They started evacuating people from New Orleans during contra flow. Ivan came through. The, the sun was still out. And we were sitting there like, what is going on? So when Katrina came, they had a lot of people like, mm, I ain't about to leave. It wasn't until Ray Nagin jumped on the news that day before 
and start yelling, get out! <laughs> then people are like, uh-oh. Maybe. 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 maybe, it's maybe it's little, right. Maybe it might be under bad this time. But what it is is that sensational, you know, that over-sensationalization of the You're news. Right. Uh, right. With those storms, the, the, the guy who sensationalizes storms better than anybody is Jim Cantori. Mm. Because you listen to him on the Weather Channel, and you'll swear that a thunderstorm is going to end the earth. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, he has this perfect tone where he's like, the storm can kill you. Run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, he says that about every storm. You know, and, and when you like, and then when, he, when the storm ain't that bad, he's like, you know, you have to take precautions. <laughs> we were lucky this time. Wow. Next time. Maybe not. But that's what's happening in the media right now is that you're seeing all of these. And, you know, I'm not a Trump fan, but you have polar opposites of what's happening. You had the administration initially saying, don't panic. Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. But they were almost flippant with it. Like, uh, it ain't nothing. And they were almost too flippant, too lax about it. Mm-hmm. Then you had the other side, the the media, you know, especially your CNNs and everything, who was like, you know, this is going to kill us all. So you had these two sides of a coin and people at the end of the day, that's the thing that led to a lot of confusion. People don't know who to believe. Do I believe the administration? Do I believe CNN? But then they see the reports like you were saying earlier. CNN don't report on the people who, who, who live through coronavirus. They always reporting on the people who, you know, are dying. You know, the, the, one of the things I keep hearing today, excuse me, is that they're building separate buildings to house the bodies. And it's like, okay, y'all got that many bodies? See, you that's what I'm saying. There's more people who survived it than who died from it. Exactly. And that's the thing is that that sensationalization, though, gets their ratings. If everything is OK and hunky dory, why you need to tune in later? So but if you know that it's going to be disastrous, heard, you got I've to heard people. I've heard people make this statement and I want to hear y'all opinion. Do y'all think the media hypes up certain topics to divert your attention from something else? Oh, wow. <laughs> I got my opinion on this with Q. I'm going to let you get this right. <laughs> uh, uh, short answer, yes. I think that that has happened before, um, especially when you're talking about uh, something like a something as big as like Fox News. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's just, like I said, they set the narrative. You know, they don't report the news. They essentially manufacture it, and they right. tell you what you should and should not be outraged about or what you should or should not be afraid of. And, um, and that's the problem. And people buy into this stuff. And, and it's not just Fox News, but I mean, that's just an example. Um, I do think that they will put things out there to distract from certain things. Um, I'm not sure that's the case with the whole Corona thing because it is so serious and so global. But uh, yeah, yeah, I know they've definitely done that. They just have a certain pattern in which they follow. Just like when it's something that's considered bad news, they usually release that on Friday afternoons when most people don't watch the news. You know, Friday, you mm. don't work, you're going to happy hour or whatever. So there's they have certain patterns they follow in which to kind of slide things across. But 
they definitely will kind of do the little switcheroo on you just to try to keep you mm -hmm. occupied on the wrong thing. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think that it is. The, I mean, you hate to, to think that the news would do something like that and that there's secret agendas out there that are kind of, you know, keeping you from, you know, seeing what the real news is. But it's hard to say that it's not. You know, you made the example of Fox News earlier having their agenda. CNN has an agenda, too. I remember CNN when I was younger, they just had the unbiased news. Now, everybody that they have on their news program is an editorialist. You know, so, you know, as much as you listen to them, they have an opinion that they're trying to, you know, get okay. you to go with. You know, same thing with Fox News. I talked to a reporter uh, last year, and uh, she was telling me, she said, you know, uh, I get my news from, from uh, New Zealand. And I was like, why? Get your news from New Zealand. She's like, because it's unbiased. They just give you the facts of what's happening in the United States, but they're not telling me who to believe and who's right. Right. You know, right. they just give me the facts, and then I just take it and then, you know, go in the direction I feel. Right. So, I mean, I get that. I think that there is, there's agendas out there. You know, now what the particular agenda is with this, I don't know. You know, and I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, mm -hmm. but just saying that they're, you know, not saying that they're hiding something per se, but saying that, you know, if the agenda is just getting more ratings, mm -hmm. then that's the agenda. And guess what? They're doing a great job with that. CNN is, is 24 hours a day coronavirus, 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 coronavirus. And guess what? People are feeding into it because constantly tuning into CNN. I know people who, you know, keep CNN on all day, every day, just to get updates on what's going on. You know, um, I have CNN on in the other room right now. <laughs> you know, uh, I try to I try to remain unbiased. I, I tune into a little Fox News, too. And I, you know, try to measure them out. But just say, you know, I think yeah, that's going to be the big problem going forward. Is I, people I, are going to have to. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say that I think 24 hour news stations um, is the main problem. The fact that they got to field content for 24 hours. Right. And so that's I mean, once that became very popular back in the 80s, then all of a sudden you started seeing more and more of these people just kind of setting the narrative and, you know, throwing these stories out here because they have to feel content, you know. Mm. So I, I think that's really where the problem started with all of that. Yeah, you're exactly right, too. I think that's the big thing. They got to fill gaps. They got to fill content. So, I mean, if it's running this same coronavirus story for, you know, every hour on the hour, then that's what they're going to do. Right. You know? But I will say this to, to the listeners out there. If you're going to listen to someone, because I know, like, I get so much sent to me via social media every day with uh, tips on how to fight COVID-19 and all that other stuff. But if you're going to listen to someone, then Google um, Dr. Fauci um, is F-A-U-C-I. He's the uh, director of the National Institute for like infectious diseases. And so I would take his word over anyone else's as far as uh, what we're hearing from, you know, uh, social media doctors, I guess, so to right. speak. And it's not to say that, it, you know, people can't make you aware or give you some helpful tips, but you know, to really try to seek out the experts in all of this because, right. I mean, Trump, uh, he's Trump. <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> you know, and I mean, 
he can only be briefed. And all these news people, you know, I mean, they're going to give you their spin, all these, you know, quote unquote, pundits or whatever, uh, experts. Right. But go to the people who really know and get your information that way and try to follow them and right. be informed instead of just just not being sure because you're getting your information from so many different places and bits and pieces of it may or may not be true. Most of it probably right. isn't true. Right. A good bit of it's not true. Yeah. Fauci's a great source for stuff. I mean, he speaks at all of the president's press conferences. He looked like skinny Mel Brooks. That's what I call him. He, he sounds like him too. <laughs> he sounds like him he too. Does. You know? He does. He does. <laughs> shadows flashback. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but he's, he's really good. He's been making the press rounds this week. He's uh, on Trevor Noah, had him interviewed yeah. him. Uh, yeah. I saw Bill that. DeFranco, uh, interviewed him this week. And I think he's got another one. Uh, with somebody big this week too, but yeah, people like that are the people we need to kind of you know seek out. Exactly, and that's the thing we got to seek them out. We yeah. can't just sit there and let the the Facebook feed give us all the information. There was a Facebook uh, post the other day about 925 people in Italy healed of the coronavirus, and it was a, a shot of this this person being wheeled out of a hospital and all these you know medics and everything clapping and all that celebration first of all the the, the whole picture that they had the video they had was from Spain it was only for one patient that was released and wow. there's no reports of any 925 people being all of a sudden miraculously healed you know uh in a hospital right. in Italy that being said i saw that thing retweeted Eight times on my timeline, wow. and people sitting there talking about that's what I'm talking about. See, we gonna beat this thing, right? <laughs> I love your positivity, <laughs> but, but again, hey, it's the common so sense thing. I mean, right. you get something in your Facebook inbox saying, "Well, if you want to beat COVID nineteen, then you got to use peanut pan, crunchy peanut butter, but you got to put right. it on whole wheat bread." And I mean, right, <laughs> right, and so it's just like you know. <laughs> People use common sense and seek out the people who are actually on the front line with this stuff. You know, go to the CDC website or something of that nature and try to learn about it that way. But in the meantime, stay your butts at home. Right. Thank you. <laughs> and on are that you at home note, research. <laughs> right. On that note, we're gonna wrap it up. But before we close out, I want to shout out again. Quincy, and I want y'all to go check out his radio show. It's called Talk to Q, the Talk to Q radio show. Mm -hmm. I am going to drop the link um, in, in this episode's description. So when you listen to this episode, you'll be able to click on the link in the description and you'll be able to go directly to his show and listen to all his great episodes. He has some awesome stuff over there. I got to listen to your episode with um, Mama Joyce. <laughs> okay. Okay. And yeah. And and the reason I wanted to listen to it because she had got on my nerves on that show. <laughs> so I wanted to hear what she was going to say. Mama Joyce was a sweetheart. Herself. She was very nice. Yeah, she redeemed herself a little bit on your show. <laughs> <laughs> but talk to Q. The Talk to Q radio show is an awesome show. He has um, an array of different uh, topics on there. Um, you're going to be able to hear the show that he and I did together, um, recorded it yesterday and it was awesome. 
So I'm going to put all of that in the description um, on this episode. And fellas, I want y'all to close us out with, with some parting words I want to give to the listeners about this, this epidemic, this pandemic, and how they should stay sane and stay safe. Um, well, I get that to you, Q. I appreciate it. I have, first of all, I want to thank you all for inviting me to the show. This has been great. It's been a lot of fun. And um, I would love to do it again in the future. And Gator, I told Erica the next time I have her on, I want to get you on as well. And we'll chop hey, it I up. I love it. I like to talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> But um, overall, I think the, the main message is, you know, don't leave your home if you don't have to, you know, as far as getting out in public and stuff. I understand you got to get your groceries or maybe the occasional vodka. But, uh, you know, <laughs> try, try to, to be sensible about everything. And as far as the media is concerned, take things with a grain of salt. Do like uh, like Gator said, don't just watch one station because that's kind of a, the preacher to the choir mentality. You got to mix it up. You got to watch all the stations so you can get all sides of the story and try to formulate your own opinion on things. Because these stations are built to tell you how to think. And you have to remember to train yourself that you got to think for yourself. You have to um, divorce your way of thinking, so to speak. And uh, use use um, different perspectives that you learn from different channels and check on your people. Make sure that, you know, those who live alone are good. Uh, check on your sing- single people. Maybe you have to have a virtual drink via face FaceTime <laughs> since they can't get out or whatever. So hold up a glass of say, you know, over the, the iPhone <laughs> or whatever you have to do. But, um, you know, I just want everyone to take care of themselves and be smart. And uh, because not only are you talking about elderly people dealing with this, you know, you want to protect just yourself because there are younger people being effective too, being affected too. So everyone just take care of yourselves and be smart about the situation. And again, Erica, I appreciate the invite. Oh, it was my pleasure having you on. Um, I just want to close us out and say, people, we believe in God and we believe God is going to get us through this. But he also gave us the gift of common sense. So please let us exercise that and do what the people are telling us to do so that this uh, virus can die out and pass over and we can get back to life as usual. I thank y'all so much for tuning in. We are tuning out and y'all come see us again next week. Gator. See ya. Later, alligators.